Let us continue the Yerucha Shurim, and we are learning about Hilchoy's Shemitah, and we are finishing up the concept of Svichim. We already had three Shurim on Svichim, and um, I'm just going to, what we're going to do today is actually move on to Shamur, and we're going to go back to that Ramban that we, um, that we had, you know, we went through a few times ago. But um, let me just, like, a quick, from this halacha, say, for a quick uh, review of Svichim. So, we, we basic idea came out that the Isra Svichim is Midrabanan. We, we went through the Rambam last time, Midiraisa, um, you're allowed to eat any fruits of Shvi, any perish Shvi'is, <coughs> Midrabanan, the Asr, anything that either grew on its own, anything that grew because of roots that you cut down to the root and then it grew, or it, last year's harvest, if any seeds fell out, that's what makes these things grow. All of these things, Chazal said, you're not allowed to eat if they grew fully in Shvi'is. Why? Because we're afraid of Xera, people might plant them and then say that we, uh, you know, that it was just uh, grew, and it grew on its own. But so therefore, says the Rambam, really then the only thing, perish vias, that is mutter to eat, is really perish ha'ilan. It's only really fruit of a tree, because those things, there was no gzeran, most of the time because you can't plant it immediately and have fruit, so there's no such gzeran. And there are a few fields also that people don't plant, that if it grows over there, chazal, we're in geyser. So, just, you know... Banana tree. Oh, so banana is an interesting thing. So banana, grader of Chaim Kanyevsky in the Sefer brings down that banana um, has a din like Paris, not like Svichim, because since the it grows on a tree, it goes in that category. So even though you say Bar Priyadam on it, right, but still it has that, um, it has that uh, din. Let me just see here if he uh, brings it down in this section here. I thought he brought down bananas. But it, maybe we'll see it as we go through. But basically, he just says here, um, in, in this section, he calls it species that have the Svichim prohibition. So there's something called a Yerek. A Yerek, it's just interesting to know these terms. <coughs> a Yerek is, the, Ram, the uh, Rav Chaim Knievsky says, a Yerek is the Hebrew term for a vegetable whose leaves and stems are edible, but not the seed. So you eat the leaves or the stems, that's called a yerek, like spinach, lettuce, cabbage, um, or a vegetable whose um, fruit part is edible, like cucumbers, tomatoes, onions, garlic, turnips, anything like that. So either it's the fruit of the vegetable or the leaves and the stems like spinach and lettuce and that stuff. Then there's something called kidneys. Kidneys is the Hebrew term for legumes, right? That's how you say it? Legumes, yeah. So what's that? That's referring to any produce where the seed, which we'll call the bean part of it, right, is eaten, but the leaves and the stalks are discarded. So it's the opposite. <coughs> so it's the opposite of a yerek, just to know in, in Lashon HaKadosh. A yerek, you eat the leaves or the fruits, but not the seed. A kidneys is the seed you eat and not... You dis, you uh, discard the leaves or the stalks, um, like beans, peas, lentils, sunflower seeds, chickpeas, Egyptian bean, uh, that type of stuff. Um, so so that's those are the categories of vegetables. Um, then you have something called grain. Grain 
<coughs> is tivua. Tivua refers to the five types of grains, white, wheat, barley, spelt, oats, and rye. Then you have rice, millet, poppy, and sesame. Um, now each of these types of svichim have their different zman of when they're called fully grown in Shemitah and when enough grew in the sixth year to be counted. Each one has his own zman. If you remember from the Mishnayis and Maestris and, and in these places and in Shviyas itself also, each one has a different zman. What's called that it's reached a certain stage that we call it that it has grown. So I'm not going to go through each one. It gets very technical. It's not really saying again. But that's why there's all these categories. Why would you say, okay, all svichim are aser? Well, it depends. Some, if it's a third grown in the sixth year, that's enough. Some, if you harvest it in the seventh year, that's enough. You know, each one has its own zmanim. And that's why each one has its own thing. Um, so you have rice, millet, poppy, sesame. <coughs> um, so... I thought he said bananas here. I know Chaim Kanevsky, I don't have it with me here, but for sure he brings down over there, he writes that bananas have a din like, uh, like a tree. Um, unless it was earlier, one second. Let me, oh, here it is, bananas. Bananas fall into the same category as fruit grown on tree, therefore there's no need to prohibit them. Um, some contemporary priests can point out that a newly planted banana tree anyways takes a year and a quarter to bring forth the first crop of bananas. That's another reason why they shouldn't be forbidden because the whole reason doesn't apply. So these are halachas of svichim. And we talked about last time, you're not allowed to even pick them. Machlaikas, picking for what? We talked about achiv to uproot them, let them rot. And they, we ended off last time that if it's going to become a mikshul for people, you can even bury them. It's not called a hefzid of perish um, of because these svichim have Kedusha Shviyas to them. And that's why, just as the roundup, so to speak, if I would have to put this on my status, you know, that people should listen to the shir, the, uh, the title would be that if I buy red peppers January 1st that have Kedusha Shviyas, what could I do with them? And is the, does that same answer apply if I buy them on March 1st? Right? Because it doesn't. Because on January 1st we said they're not svichim. They're only Kedusha Shviyas. So you're allowed to eat them as long as you're near in Kedusha Shviyas. So if you ask the Rav on January 1st, he told you what to do, and then it comes March 1st and you buy the same peppers, and it's already Svichim now, it's not the same answer. becomes Aser. It's Aser. And I'll ask your part, Pat, and you'll have to do Hagala. Shviyas, we said last time from Reb Chaim Ganyevsky, Kedusha Shviyas is no problem of cooking something afterwards in the pot. The next thing doesn't get Kedusha Shviyas. But Svichin is Eser So the next thing becomes Aser. And Yechayev to do Hagala. If it's after 24 hours, your next food is an Aser, but your pot needs Hagala. So that's a very, you know, if you just want to, you know, uh, bottom line, what to get out of the halachas of Svichin, this is it. And that's why there's all those charts, because everything has its own season and its own planting, and some things have different zmanim of what and where and when, and memela, that is why it's a very complicated, uh, complicated sukkah. Okay, now we're going to move on to the next halacha, and that is the halacha of Shamur and Nevad. Shamur, the field was guarded, and Nevad, a field that was worked during Shemitah, what are the halachas of those Paris? Those Paris. And like I said, it is a very practical halacha as well, because 
I don't know, mom is practical, but it plays a role because most of the produce you're going to buy in the store by mistake in America that has Kedusha Shviyas will be from a Shamur and Nevad field. From someone who Nebuchadnezzar Yisrael is not keeping Kedusha Shviyas. Because if they are keeping Kedusha Shviyas, then they're not exporting it. It's not happening. They're not doing business with it. Staying in Eretz Yisrael with the rules of Eretz Yisrael, I'm going to get to that. It's in all different types of stuff. But if you're getting it here, um, it's probably Shamur Venevad. So it may have a practical implication, again, if we are before the Svichin uh, Isser, and, or if it's uh, Jaffa oranges, for example. Oranges are not Svichin. They're fruits. So they have Kedusha Shviyas. But the question will be, what's going to be with Shamur Venevad? So let us go, if you could take out your Ramban that we have, that we left off in the middle. That is what we are going to finish off today. And then Bez Hashem, in the next year, we'll go more bi'ion into this sugya. So, you have the Rahman? So, okay, feel free to come get it. Or I'll get it. Yeah. Relax. There you go. Pleasure. Okay, so we um, has the pasuk Parshas Bahar on it. Yeah, yeah, it's Yeah. So we left off on page Tuf Kuf Samach Aleph, which is the page of a Sviach Ketzircha, or the next page after that, on that side, right? And we're on the left column of the Ramban, and we are in the third paragraph of the Chayin Min Hataira. So, till now, the Ramban was talking about Svichim. Now he says, V'chein min ha And also, according to the Taira law, Shelo adam shoymer sadeyu v'noyel bifneaniyem b'shviyas. A person is not allowed to guard his field, shoymer. V'noyel, so what does it mean to guard your field? You're going to lock the doors in front of the aniyem during Shemitah. V'afilu roitza lehafkir oison b'shas likita. Now, you might say, one second, why do I have to let them in my field? I'll just take, I'll do all the harvesting, and then I'll make it hefker and let the Aniyim come and take it. Mm-hmm. No. Your field has to be the entire year prepared and hefker. For Aniyim, they can do what they want. Now, I have to realize, your land is your land. It doesn't belong to the Aniyim. Your land doesn't become Hefker. The produce on your land becomes Hefker. So he says, The Mechilta says as follows, That's actually a printing mistake there. It says, It's actually the same place where it says, That's the same Maramakim. I'm not sure how that fell in there. But by Shemitah, that it says that the seventh year you leave your field um, and the poor people of your nation will eat it. So the Mechilta says, So the Mechilta says that a person may say, Why did the Torah say I have a mitzvah of Shemitah? Isn't it just that the Aniyim should have what to eat? So have an Eitzah. Hare Animach Nisa, I'll harvest it, I'll bring it in, and then I'll give it, I'll be mafkir to the Aniyim. Tamaloimer, no. Vashmiyas 
Tishmitano unitashta. You have to leave it over. You leave it over. It's not yours to take. Now this is an interesting thing. The Mechilta says, Magid shehu pirates ba pratzais. He has to make breaches to allow everybody in. As if it's wide open. It's not enough that you have your door unlocked. You have to make it wide open for the Aniyim to come in. Very interesting thing. I looked in the Malbim. I didn't see he like, explains this. I didn't really look too much on the Mefarsha Mechilta, but the Malbim's on the Mechilta. I didn't see he explains this. But the Chachamim said, no, you don't have to do it. They were afraid if your mom is going to make it after, make breaches all over, they're going to come and destroy you. People could come and maybe destroy too much. What's v'hagedr shegadju chachamim? So now, the Ramban is coming to explain something. The, me, the, 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 the Mechilta just says, the chachamim made a gedr. So now you could have taken this um, two, one step or two steps. Meaning, we started off and said that the guy may say to himself, I won't let anyone in, I'll bring it all in myself, then I'll be mafkarit. No, you're not allowed to do that. You have to let it anybody in and even make breaches to let people in. Except the Chachamim made a gather. Okay, so how far did their gather go? I might have said their gather went so far to say, yeah, that I'm even allowed to take it in myself and, and, let the, and then be mafkir tiraniyim. Maybe Chachamim were too nervous for me to let, make it after. He says, no. That's what the Ramban is saying. V'hagadr... All they said is you don't have to make it wide open and make breaches. But they didn't take off the halacha that you're not allowed to guard your field. That'll be over on the divrei taira. That you can't do. So the making pratzais doesn't sound like maybe it was a drasha that Chazal made. I'm not sure. It's not. It doesn't sound like that's that. Even if it's from the Dairaisa, but Chazal were able to say it's like a Shev Al But to go actively lock your field up, no, don't let anybody in. Take the payers yourself, and then even if you have good intentions, you're going to be mafkir to Daniim. You can't do that. So that's halacha number one. You're not allowed to guard your field. Veloy oid Chazal. Took it one step further. Chazal made a gzera, you're not allowed to buy Paris from Paris that were guarded. Meaning, if you know somebody was over on Hilcha and guarded the field, you're not allowed to purchase Paris from him. Even if he's just suspected of it. The Mishnah Parak Tes, Mishnah Aleph and Shriya says, it talks about things over there which are usually not grown. They grow wildly. So it says, <coughs> Those things you could purchase from anyone during Shemitah. We saw it in the Rambam last time also. Certain things that grow wild, you could purchase from anyone. Why? You don't have to be worried the guy's a Amaretz, he's a Choshut, whatever it is, because since it's normally not grown and guarded, you don't have to suspect that he did something abnormal. But it's things that people grow in their fields. If this person is a Choshut, not to keep Shviyas. Allah is, ain't no kachim. You're not allowed to buy from him. So Chazal didn't only say that, of course, you have to keep the Din Torah 
and not guard your field. Chazal went and made a gzeira that you're not allowed to purchase from someone who guarded, or even if someone suspected of being shamor, you're not allowed to purchase from him. Now, continues the, the, the Ramban. Another halacha. We know this halacha already from the halacha of the Isser Schaira of doing business. We came across this halacha that you're not allowed to give over the may perishvias to an amaaretz. Why? Because when you purchase perishvias with money, the kedusha goes on the money, and now the amaaretz, you know, is not nizhar in kedusha shvias. That money has to be used to purchase fruits, which will then transfer onto the fruits the kedusha and eat them be kedusha shvias. Amaretz won't do that. So you're not allowed to give over to him. Yoiser mi mazen More than the amount of th- a meal of, of um, food for three suudas. That's a minimal amount that we allowed you to purchase. Because if we're going to tell you you can't purchase anything, you're not going to have any food. Chazal allowed you to purchase what you need. Mazen shalashtu is like a day's worth of food. That you're allowed to do. And you give it over to the Amaretz, even though you're giving over to someone who's not necessarily going to be Nizhar. But Bamed, what does the Gemara and Sukkah say? When is that halacha b'lekeach min mufkar? When you're buying from someone who made his field hefker. He made his field hefker. And therefore, there's no problem that he worked his field on Shviyas. The only problem is he's an Amaretz who's not careful with the halachas of the Kedusha and the money. That three meals. But if you're buying from someone who guarded his field, even the half of an iser, a small amount, the Mishnah, and we'll see this Gemara inside next time. Wonder why did you say Shavapruta? But whatever it means, it means even a minimal amount you're not allowed to. Why? Like we just said, because you're not allowed to purchase Paris from a Mishumar. You can't purchase them. When you buy from things that are Hefker Kloimar, Dvarim Shederich Bnei Adam. It's on the next side over there, all the way at the bottom, on top of the Archaim. Lahavia Mina Hefker. Things that a person usually gets from Hefker. Either it's usual or you know that he brought it from Hefker. So then, you're allowed to purchase it from him. The Ramban saying a little differently than I said. I said that the Chachamim allowed you to purchase a middle amount. The Ramban saying different, and, and uh, maybe, I mean, I was mistaken, I guess. I don't remember, maybe someone else says the way I said it. The Ramban is saying because when you, why is the Amaret selling? Because he needs to make some money. What is he going to do with the money? He's going to buy food for himself. So if you're giving him a minimal amount, so we assume then that he'll take it to use to buy food and eat the food. But if you give him more than that, now he has extra money, he might start go doing business with the money, and the money has Kedusha Shviyas on it. You can't just do any business with it. Okay, so that's um, 
That is when you are buying from things that are hefker or from you know they're hefker. So there's no problem in purchasing them. The only problem is you're giving money to Amaretz. So we have this three suda shear. But continues the Ramban, but if you're buying things that normally are watched and guarded, Why? We're afraid that he did guard them. He's a chashud. You can't buy from him. So what does this mean? One second, let me just uh, find it here. Um, right, so this is a whole shile over here. Um, the, the Rambam says that even though it says a chatzi yisr, the Rambam says Beferish, you cannot buy even a kol shehu. Like I said before, some of the Mepharshi Mishnah wonder why it doesn't say a shavapruta. That's always the smallest coin. But they say it means that. But the Rabban argues. The Rabban is saying if it's less than a half a yisr, which is a pr- which or a pruta, I don't know which one is the, they're both a small amount, loy gazru, they weren't geyser on it. Even though he's chashud too. Bishaymer, you could buy a minimal amount, and the Ramban says a very interesting reason. He says, because when it's such small amounts, people just pick them from somewhere. When you have bigger amounts, that's usually stuff that you grew. You grew it, so now we're afraid that it's shamur. But if it's small amounts, you just picked it from somewhere, and then we'll assume that it probably came from Hefker. So the Ramban says, even though he's choshur on shamur, but when it's a minimal amount, you don't have to worry. That's the sheet of the Ramban. Like we're saying, the Ramban argues, and we're still going to go more barichas into this. We're just getting a general overview from the Ramban here. V'zeu sh'amru, and this is what they said, the Gemara Yavama says an interesting thing. Goy sh'yamaycher peris b'shuk. Let's say a guy is selling fruits in the, in the marketplace. Va'amar, and he tells you, Peris halalu shall arlahem. These Peris are arla, and they're aser. Shall azikahem, or they're from azika. Lo yomar klum. We don't believe him. Shall leniskaven elo lahashpiach mekchay. He's only doing it because he wants to show that he has a better product. Now, I don't know why arla is a better product. It's the first three years usually not so good. But the Gemara is saying he doesn't have Namanus in Isurim. He's going to say whatever sells best. Interesting. That's, that's okay. He's going to say it's all marketing, you know. Upirish Rashi b'shem arishainim. What does it mean, shall azikahem? So Rashi brings from his Rabbeim, b'shem arishainim, Rashi brings from his Rabbeim, mi pardis mi uzuk, vi gadr loisaviv, vi shana shviyas. Rashi says, when it says azikah, it means to say from a vineyard that has a wall around it, meaning it was shamur and it was shvius. So he's saying it comes from a guarded place. So says the Ramban, if we would believe him, 
If it's again, if it's a guy, he really it's not a problem. Perishvius. So the Ram, the Raman says, you tell me we don't believe him, and it's okay. Sounds like if we would believe the guy that it's Perishvius, I couldn't buy it from him. Why not? He's a guy. So Raman says we're talking about in a city that's mostly Jews. Maybe he's a sharecropper. and he's guarding the field. Maybe he took it from a Jew and he's selling it. Or the Jew wants him to sell it for him. Or maybe the halacha is that a guy that owns land in Eretz Israel, it doesn't lose the Kedusha. Right? A guy doesn't have a power to be mafkia. So is in the Gemara, and we're going to see we're going to see, this is a big shayla, it's actually a big machlaikas, the Mabit and the Beis Yosef, about, it's called Yavul Nachri in Eretz Yisrael. Something grown by a guy in a guyish own field in Eretz Yisrael, does it have Kedusha Shviyas or not have, not have Kedusha Shviyas? The Mabit actually is the one who holds that it does have Kedusha Shviyas. And the Mabit himself says, don't bring me a raya from this Ramban that says, maybe ain't Kenyan lakam bitzral hafkia dine hashviyas, that a guy is not able to be mafkia dine shviyas, because we love ki Yisrael, don't bring a raya. Again, what did I say that my bit holds? That my bit holds that the guy could, right? Did I say that correctly? I think so. Yeah. So again, the Mabit holds that when a guy owns, there's no Kedusha Shviyas. So the Mabit says, well, this Ramban seems to say that when a guy owns, it still has Kedusha Shviyas. Seems to me not like me. He says, no, to bring a raya. The Ramban's not coming to Paskin a Halacha here. He's just giving options. There is a Shita that holds like that, right? But he's not passing that way. But he's giving you options in the Gemara that the Gemara says, if we would believe the guy would be a problem, this would be an option. Halacha Lamaisa. And he agrees to me, the Mabit says, that a guy is Mafkia and, he is, and, and you could buy Gaisha stuff. But we're going to get, again, we're going to get to all these Machlaikzim. So therefore, so what do you see over here? You see that if we would believe the guy, you wouldn't be able to purchase from him. Why? Because Chazal were guys, you're not allowed to purchase Paris that are Meshumar. Now, Umikom, now you might now take this another step further, which some Paiskim do, and they say, one second, what does it mean you're not allowed to purchase from him? Does that mean the fruits are actually usser? Or I'm just not allowed to buy from him? But if somehow I get those fruits, there's no isra achila on them. This is me purchasing them. Says the Ramban, Chazal didn't answer the Paris. You have an Isser to purchase them, but the Paris are not Usser. You can buy it from someone. So let's say you're ready down the line. Let's say you're in Heinen's and you buy it, right? So let's say that stuff is Mishomer, okay? But you're not buying it from the guy who guarded them. It's already three steps down. Whoever originally had a problem, but if you end up with those fruits in your rishos, right, and you buy them from Heinen's and you get home and you have the payers and you say, one second, they're Mishomer. Okay, Mishomer is not Asr. Mishomer is not Asr. Which is, if you remember, originally when we had this pepper shaila, and I called up one of the, the, one of the Varakash's places and I said to them, is it Svichim? 
And they told me, no, it's only a problem of Mishumar. And Mishumar is okay, the Chazanish holds that it doesn't become Asr, like we're going to see the big Machlaikas. So I said, what do you mean? What happened to Svichim? So that's how we got into a very uh, uh, a, uh, a misunderstanding because Hitake made a mistake and he forgot about Svichim. Now it wasn't Svichim anyways, like we pointed out, but the Svichim had to be addressed. But the problem of Mishumar, the fruits don't become Asr. The fruits don't become Asr. You're not allowed to purchase from someone, but the fruits don't become usur. You're allowed to harvest from Hefker. Now the Pasuk says don't harvest. What does that mean? In a normal way. Mikan Amru, Chazal learns from here. Tainim shall shvius. You asked this last time, Reb Chaim. Do you see from here, you're not allowed to harvest in a normal way. You can't use normal equipment. When it says, don't harvest, doesn't mean you're not allowed to harvest. You're allowed to harvest them, but not in the normal way. So the Ramban says, let's look at our Pasuk. Doesn't say here, doesn't it says Nizirecha, your Nazir. Lidrash, Loisivtsaraisam, Kederech Nazir Shalach. You're allowed to harvest the fruits, just not as if it's yours. But just like Aniyim, they don't come with big machinery. Right to harvest the field, they come with little scissors to get all the little things that you could do too, but you can't do normal. First of all, you can't take it for yourself. So you are allowed to act like an ani and harvest with them the way they harvest. The katani hasam, and we'll finish off. Those that rested, you could eat. But you, but you can't eat from the shomer, the guarded ones. From there we learned, a field that was worked. But since the Torah said what rested you could eat, not guarded, holds the Paris become usher. The Torah is telling us, I want you not to guard it. The fruit should be from, from a field that rested. But it doesn't mean that if someone guarded it, that the fruits become asr. Okay, let's leave that. That's just, uh, well, let's see. You just finish it. The same, the same way that Chazal made an iser to purchase from Shamur, Chazal also said that even when you harvest, you can't do it in the normal way. That's a geder v'asmachta midivrayim. That's a derabonim. 
Because if you could harvest in the normal way, you might just throw everybody out and harvest it and be a shomer. So the Ramban's wrapping up and saying, this is what we learned from these brises. We learned about Svichim, now we're learning about Shomer. This is a very good, clear way in all the sugyas in Bavli and Yerushalmi. The Chacham, who's an expert, who's a Baki, Yaskil, he should think about this and he should use it in his intelligence, Vihimatsin will find that I'm right. So this is the sugi of Shamur, which we're just beginning. The Ramban, as we show, touched on so many different um, um, pieces of this sugya. Number one, about the Isser of Shamur. Number two, about purchasing from someone who was Chashed of Shamur. What is the status of the fruits of Shamur? He touched on What's the halach of a guy in Eretz Yisrael? He touched on many different things. And the way he says it is, Avada, there's an iser to be shaymer your field. You have a heter to harvest like aniyim, but not in the normal way, just like aniyim don't do in the normal way. The fruits, even if someone was over and did shamer, the fruits don't become aser. However, there's an iser to purchase from someone who does shamer because if you're able to purchase from him, there's no deterrent for him not to do it, right? So once we don't purchase from him, there's that deterrent. Even if someone's over on this, or it does not, according to the Ramban, make the fruits usher. And next time we'll go through some Gemaras and reshine him here to get a little bit more of a clearer picture of what this sugi is all about. Okay.